0: Hello there, welcome to Shrinkology. Today we talk about a very very simple aspect of our bodies, of our life that we have forgotten. Our body has two functions, one is doing, yes, without moving from point A to point B, we cannot get anything accomplished and that is a vital, a very very essential part of our existence, our doing there is also another very very important part that nature meant for us and that is being it took me a while to understand this it took me a while to balance this i'm still balancing it and so the only counsel i can offer you is each time you go off track don't give up gently bring yourself back get back to the balancing act now That actually gives the flavor to your life. This doing and this being. Neither is better than the other. Each plays a role. Each needs to be given enough and due credit. So let's look at what our doing and what our being is actually playing a role in our life. Life is a tightrope walk often. All our lives we are under duress to finally, finally balance this work. Nature meant for us to shuttle happily between the doing and the being states. Look at the day and night cycles. The activity and rest periods follow each other in cycles. Observe animals. They will search for food and then retire in a corner, getting their breath back. We human too are meant to have periodic activity and rest. However, the question is, do we honor it? The modern world has shifted its work patterns. Earlier where bodies were put to work, now the whole stress has shifted to the mind. Every moment, ever since we wake up, we are high on cortisol. The mind is creating short crises every few minutes. There is a seeming urgency which pulls the sympathetic nervous system into activation. This creates labile nervous system. Anxiety becomes firmly embedded in our systems. The children or spouse needs to wake up. Mind gets into a state of agitation and body is dragged into it with shrill voices, faster movements, increased heart rate, trembling lips. The maid does not show up, here the mind goes on a high alert panic state. Additional work is perceived and mind goes into full-blown panic, anger and frustration with the body pulled into the mire, with freaked out body movements, heart rate, blood pressure. Traffic and crowd, two phenomena of the urban life. They are other crisis triggers one encounters each day. It is like a mini-crisis waiting for us each day, wreaking havoc on our sympathetic nervous system. With work-from-home system, in recent times, the work never leaves the mind. At work, the superiors, the co-workers all feel like stressors for either you are looking for the approval right from what you wore to what activity you displayed on social media recently. You look for constant signs of appraisal from superiors even if it isn't the appraisal time. Every action of yours in your mind is being assessed, scrutinized of how it is designed. At home too, the mind and consequently the body is in constant state of stress As it keeps assessing the neatness quotients, things to buy, to redecorate it, upgrade it, chores to attend to, mess being constantly created by daily routine of lunch, dinner and breakers in between. The corners that are getting messy and unruly need your attention. The new phenomena, the mobile phone is a constant source of activity. WhatsApp groups to attend to, stuff to post, post to read. Courses available to sign up for, daily movies updates. There is no end to the communication with notifications and messages jumping for your attention close to midnight. Even in sleep, one is planning, coordinating, worrying over deadlines. No wonder the sleep patterns are disturbed and a sense of restfulness is missing. For the crisis period never ended and never ends gender distinctions of stress are diminishing as both partners equally share their load of day and work routine there's so much emphasis on doing constantly that the mind and body have forgotten the being we have forgotten that the human experience needs to have periodic bursts of activity followed by periodic calm of inactivity sometime devoted to sympathetic nervous system and sometime for parasympathetic nervous system If body went agitated, it needs to settle down too. If mind went on a hyperloop of internal cursing to arguing, it needs to receive the signal of pleasantries and serenity. We have forgotten a lot that we were meant to remember. Let's look at what have we forgotten. The foremost entity, our body. We are hardly ever in our bodies. You may exasperatedly state, I exercise. Oh, yes, but do you actually feel your body as you exercise? Are you familiar with every stretch, every pull, every twitch of your body? When I did my exercise earlier, maybe a year ago, I felt that all I did was just go through the motions. It's now, now I'm feeling my body. I'm, I'm stretching my body. So next time you exercise, stay for a few seconds more with the stretch. Stay in your body. Just be. Just stay there. When you sit to eat, do you know how your tongue and taste bud responds to a certain food item? Do you honor what it tells you? If the food doesn't appeal to you, how do you alter the experience to create a wholesome experience for yourself in the moment? Do you refuse food that your taste buds reject or do you force it to gulp down and dishonor the message it gave you? Body has a comfort level in sleeping, sitting, standing postures. Do you arrange for the body to have those experiences? Your body may dislike massages but love the water or soap lathering. Are you aware of the nuanced preferences or because media says massages are best, you go for them? Your body will tell you much if you develop a relationship with it. When you wear clothes, do you check which fabric sits well and which doesn't? You allow the norms to dictate what you will wear and what is chic, macho or whatever. When you make love, your body requires a certain level of surrender, sensuality offer it. We look for partners to provide the sexual gratification. No doubt. But do we guide the others to create a deeply rewarding experience for both? We can do this if our personal relationship with our body is intimate. In the moments of being, you find this relationship. Breathing. I was aghast at realizing I am a shallow breather. I went 40 odd years of life without taking deep breaths. When you breathe deep and long, you send your brain oxygen, the vital force that tells it everything is provided for. The less deep you're breathing, the lack of signals you send your brain. Your brain gets the signal there is not enough. It stays in the state of struggle and wanting more zone. Here's a small little exercise. Practice a deep breath every hour. For beginners, let's do this. Take a 30 seconds break with a long inhale and long exhale. The breathing mechanism will adjust if you give it that time. Don't rush it. You have neglected it for few decades. Give it time to do its job right. It is an intelligent mechanism. It will rise to the occasion. When you breathe well, your abdominal muscles will indicate wellness. That's the first sign that tells you, you have relaxed. Because the tightness over there is your first indication of stress too. They will communicate a sense of well-being. You can begin treasuring it. It signals to your brain the enoughness and the security. Survival is the deepest need of humans ever since the evolutionary game began. Let me say that again. Survival is the deepest need of humans ever since the evolutionary game began. The third thing we have forgotten. The quintessential. Doing nothing. Ever seen a dog or a cow after they have had their meals? They sit in one corner and just sit. We are humans. Unfortunately, we can't just sit. We have things to do. You're right. My constant. Constantly? In that one word question arises many possibilities. I had a WhatsApp message which read dangerously to me. I attend to personal matters between 10.30pm to 8am. The personal matters included children's academics. What a toll this would take. On the person and the children involved. Imagine being asked about your catamics post 10.30 in the night when all your brain your bodily mechanisms have totally run down their steam. I simply wrote back I attend to whatsapp messages only when I get up. In your hours my phone will be not available. Bear up with the cat. We have forgotten the art of doing nothing. It is the most important art. Every activity needs to follow this period of rest. Ambition is good. Earning money too. However, the simpler thing to note is all this money, ambition, results, deadlines simply stop the moment the heartbeat stops and the brain stops receiving oxygen. The being that is the human, you, cease to function. So much for the rage made league, boss, competitor, all here, you gone. The game of life remains interesting so long as you're here. The vitals that make you, you. Doing nothing then imparts the experience for your body to continue functioning at its vital best. Look around the house and mentally let go of corners you intend to clean, clean, clean. Let go until such time you have the energy. Or delegate without mentally doing it your way. Yes, we delegate. Many, many times we do delegate. And we feel, well, stress gone. No, 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 no. You're so wrong. Because then you have specification as to how it is to be done. And when a second person begins doing it, they will never match up to your expectation. And then that creates additional stress for you. Now, are there tasks that can be broken down to less stressful ways? Can you make a change in the way you approach things? Can you put away certain things in a certain way so that you do not create that kind of agitation? I am giving again a small little exercise. After all the necessary activities of the day, on a holiday, do this. Sit on a couch, sofa, bed, bed. Breathe deep. Look around and mentally observe each corner of the house. What thoughts, sensations, talkathon you are coming up with? Stay at each corner. Allow all of it to come to you. Now assertively state to yourself, "Just now, I am in doing nothing zone." Say it again if you need to. Just now, I am. In doing-nothing zone. Breathe deep. You might feel a tad bit uncomfortable. You need to do nothing. Train yourself to do nothing for that designated one hour, half an hour maybe. You will realize no impending doom or gloom happens if a certain task remains undone for those few minutes. After every activity you need to bring your attention to rest. Commit to activity and rest routines every few hours. Mobile 2 is a device invented for your use, for you. You are not for cell phones. Find your appropriate time zones when you will indulge in it and when you will disengage from it. Decide what you will do or not do on it. I decided to post once in a day and use the device to read books, watch videos I had designated. If I picked the phone, I knew for what. Random surfing, chatting is a strict no. I decided when I will attend to WhatsApp messages and I stick to it. Learning to say yes or no can bring your activity or rest. Choose as per your sanity level's requirement. I leave you with one conscious combination of breathing and doing nothing exercise, but developing a rich experience of deep relationship with your body. Let's say you are sitting in a train, traffic, backseat of a car in a lecture that does not interest you or just about anywhere. Take your attention inward. Inhale. Take your attention outward. Exhale. Take two breaths, deep and full. With each breath, Notice your chest rising, breath moving, belly muscles relaxing. Take two deep breaths. In each breath, observe what you see. Appreciate each color, pattern, design in front of you. I said appreciate, not necessarily like. There is a slight difference. Notice the nuances and seamless perfection. The different sounds. The seamless way each is intersecting. Take two deep breaths. In each breath, allow the sensations on skin to emerge. That of the air conditioner or the room temperature or the street temperature if you're there. Your fabric you're wearing way your chair or floor is touching. Take an itch and appreciate how it holds you. Take two deep breaths and think of the recent food or beverage you had and how it felt in your tongue. Roll it in your mouth. Take two breaths and in each breath taking the smells, aromas, fragrances wafting around, the room freshener, a perfume, food aromas from banquet or stalls nearby. Sit with your body and feel the richness that you can take in despite certain elements not to your preference. This exercise cultivates a beautiful appreciation of your body is, liking, appreciates and may want to subtract. Give yourself the state of doing, nothing periodically. It will allow your four cortisol to go take a walk elsewhere. You'll realize something, just your presence is in a place, is enough. You don't need to do anything, say anything reassuring. Just silently be present. Just being and doing nothing. You will realize you do yourself a huge favor in the process of doing nothing. This works especially in crisis times, funeral gatherings, hurting phase of another, Facing disappointment, trips then into the violent periods of activity, paced with deep breaths of doing nothing. I leave you with this small thought: activity and calm, both are your friends. Befriend them.